So Ben Cates of NewsAdvance.com is an ACC guy at heart, North Carolina Tar Heel fan that he is from the North Carolina area growing up in the Greensboro part, more specifically of North Carolina. I mean, after Sunday, are we sure ACC games happen this season? Uh, I mean, I really don't know. And it begs the question, of course, from Ben Cates, who has added to among his myriad of duties covering local sports for NewsAdvance.com, covering the Liberty Flames as well for NewsAdvance.com. Ben, when you looked at how the College Football Playoff Selection Committee unveiled their rankings and add Florida State behind Texas and behind Alabama and out of the college football playoffs, 14 playoff, how much were you expecting the Liberty Flames to meet the same fate that maybe what they did during the season wasn't really going to add up to a New Year's Six Bowl, which we all know did not in fact occur? Oh, yeah, that's a really good question, Ed. Um, thank you for having me. I was I was kind of anticipating that you might go there uh, tonight. But, um, yeah, I think there was there was a lot of apprehension when on Sunday when Liberty didn't get that Peach Bowl nod and there was a lot of speculation going into the day that they would. Um, I was kind of already making, making plans to go down to Atlanta and, and, you know, hopefully enjoy the new year down there. But, um that didn't happen, and, you know, I think I, I was kind of wondering, well, are they going to get it? There's only, like, one, like, maybe one more spot there or something. Like, the, I, I didn't know what was going to happen, and, and I think Liberty probably deserved to get that New Year's Six nod simply because, I don't know, a lot of people knock the strength of schedule, and that certainly, certainly is a question, I guess, but um, just strictly by the group of five rules that say, you know, if you're the top one, you, uh, you you get to go. And it seemed like they should be the top group of five after Tulane lost. So um, it was interesting to see. And I think there were people were holding their breaths at that Liberty Watch Party as well, just trying to, just wondering what, what exactly was going to happen there. And then um, when, when Liberty comes up, you know, I, I, I think there were a lot of, a lot of happy people for sure. Ben Cates, NewsAdvance.com, and Ben Cates 8 on Twitter to keep up with him. How much was the Liberty resume aided by the fact that you're comparing, in the case of who makes the college football playoff, an undefeated Florida State with one-loss teams, Texas, Alabama, and even the Georgia Bulldogs who were left out, whereas with Liberty, their spot in the New Year's Six Bowl, which turned out to be the Fiesta Bowl, was getting compared to teams that had multiple losses, notably SMU and Tulane. Yeah, I think that probably plays into it as well. I think, you know, when you talk about whether or not you believe the committee saying that we want the best teams in there, that, that, that statement may be dubious after the, how they treated Florida State, I guess. But, um, but yeah, I think Liberty, when you, when you look at Liberty's resume, being undefeated for the first time ever, and really really dominating their opponents, getting those wins, but just the way that they got them as well, um, always kind of whenever they got into a tight spot, they were able to get out of it and play really well and play their best. And that has to play into your thoughts if you're the, on the committee, I would imagine. And then I think also let's not overlook the fact that Liberty and Coach Jamie Chadwell were very, very vocal and, and very good about promoting themselves as well and promoting that program and, and and just being defiant in the fact that we deserve to be here. And um, I think that helps your cause after your play has already kind of spoken for you. 
um, when you're when you're out there saying, you know, we definitely deserve this. We believe we're the best team, uh, the best group of five team in the country. Um, I think that 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 kind of uh, I don't I don't know if you would just if, if you would call it that defiant act, but just that just just being very sure about themselves uh, may may have played into it as well. Ben, you brought up the, the, the tone of Liberty University, and I don't know whether this is Jamie Chadwell's natural personality to be advocating for his team the way that he did, whether he got a nudge, or I'm sure he got at least, if nothing else, the data points from the team at Liberty University, the administration, the sports information department, and the folks in charge of that, and they do a great job over there with that. Uh, but whatever it is, you mentioned the fact that you believe that did have a positive impact on the Liberty Flames. How much did that also have a positive impact on the way this team finished over the course of the season, which was by and large asserting that they were good enough through their play on the field and maybe the players themselves taking that message to heart that they believed that with their coach having their back and advocating for them, they wanted to reciprocate that with the way they played and performed. Yeah, I think there has been a a ton of confidence with this team since, since day one. Um, I don't. I, I never really got the sense that there was a, a great deal of trepidation involved in in the way that Liberty approached this season or the way that it uh, played the game uh, this year. I, I felt like they went out with a bunch of with a, with some really good confidence every game. And like I said, when things weren't going their ways, uh, a lot of times they were they were able to to draw on that confidence or or at least draw on on that experience. <laughs> Um, and and just talent wise, was really really stood up and have a coach who is very confident uh, about your play and um, will stand up for you and will um, advocate for you. I think that's what Jamie Chadwell really did best all year. He's very good handling at handling the media, but he's also very good at promoting his players and promoting their positive attributes. And I think that may have played into his kind of uh, verbiage when he got up in front of in front of the media after the Conference USA Championship and was asked about his team, whether or not it deserved to be there, and he just struck a tone that was a little bit different than what we have seen from him all season. I think he had said that they deserved to be there, but he was just, just very sure of himself and 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 seriously sure about himself that, that, that they should be there, and so that kind of attitude I think kind of trickles down the trickle down effect from leadership to the players and how Liberty embraced the win against New Mexico State for the Conference USA Championship and subsequently being selected for the New Year's Six Bowl game against Oregon specifically the Fiesta Bowl as Ben Cates of newsadvance.com is with us here in the fast lane Ben um it's weird to even think about this but I don't know if you felt this way but has it been almost difficult to look back on the Conference USA Championship, not because of what that means for Liberty, but how quickly all of this has unfolded from that to a New Year's Six Bowl? Yeah, you know, I think, but but getting that win is, is obviously a very important. Um, and when you talk about a 10-win New Mexico State team that, you know, was arguably playing some of the best football out there, you know, at, at Liberty's level, and... Um, huge win to, to knock off a team a second time really just solidifies, I think, their standing. And then, yeah, you kind of 
skyrocket into the national attention, right, on Sunday. Um, it was, you know, Liberty has uh, been ranked before and been, you know, uh, in, the, in the top 20 before. But, um, but this moment felt different. It felt like it was the, the biggest stage probably that, that Liberty football has ever been on, and uh, they seem to handle it really well. Ben, pivoting away from the Liberty Flames to high school football, we're down to two teams in the region, one from the Lynchburg area, both of whom will be playing this coming Saturday over at Lynchburg's, not City Stadium, but Liberty University's Williams Stadium in Lynchburg, the LCA Bulldogs. Oftentimes people think a state championship is going to be this crowning moment with a lot of drama. Is it just me, or does it seem like the LCA Bulldogs are doing everything they can to take all of the drama out and leave no doubt about their goal of finishing the job in a way they've struggled to do the last couple of years? Well, they are. They do seem drama-free at this moment in the sense that they are very business-like, um, and they are very disciplined. I say business-like simply because I think it is um, – kind of rare for a high school team for your average good high school team to be to have that kind of mentality and I think that comes from coach Rocco having you know been a college coach and when he has a really good team like we've seen it before he runs it as like it's a college team and it works really well for his personnel sometimes and for the personnel that he has this year with, you know, yes, you've got 16, 17, 18-year-old kids out there, but let's not overlook the fact that you've got three, four legit Division One caliber kids out there. That works really well for them because they're going on to that next level, and, and that's something that they need to get used to anyway. And so they're just playing like a, like a, like a machine right now, um, and, and they kind of have for most of the season. There are times when I think LCA kind of, you know, gets bogged down and doesn't move the ball as well as you think they should. But you can't score every possession, and or it's very hard to at least. And it seems like when LCA does not score, they learn from it, and then they come back and they score their next possession. Um, and so they just have a real knack for being able to get out, get out to a strong lead, take control of the game, and then when you get into the slog of a game, they're able to get through those moments without really giving up much defensively, and and then that offense starts to punch back. Ben, last one for you. Do the LCA Bulldogs finish it off this coming Saturday, and are they celebrating a state championship around 2, 2.30 p.m. over at Liberty University? I don't know much about Lafayette at the moment. Um, I am in the process of finding out a little bit more, but I don't – I've said it all year long, and I have to stand by it. I don't see anybody standing in this team's way right now. Um, they're just too talented. They're, they have a really savvy coaching staff. There's so many things in their playbook that they can pull out when they need to, and they execute it really well. And with all of that talent, on top of that, I don't see anybody beating LCA in Class 3. Ben, we look forward to more of your research and what it shows when you write for newsadvance.com and post the links at BenCates8 on Twitter. Thank you for your time today in the Fast Lane. We'll chat again soon.
Thank you, Ed. I appreciate you guys very much. Our pleasure. Ben Cates with us here in the Fast Lane. From his perspective to another individual who's with us at that New Mexico State Liberty game Friday night, David Teal of Richmond.com set to join us next here in the Fast Lane.